I was about 19 when I was offered a job by my cousin to work for her uncle's glass business. They install giant glass windows in tall buildings and skyscrapers, not that it's too relevant to the story. The catch to the job was that I had to temporarily move to Destin, Florida from Tampa. My cousin lived in Russellville, Alabama, and I wanted to go visit the family there and leave with them together to go back down to Destin. This was my first long-distance road trip, and my first trip away from my immediate family. Back then, I was driving a puke-green Mercury Sable, a car barely capable of getting groceries back home, but in my invincible youth, I didn't care about that. I was just so pumped to be spreading my wings and getting out into the world that risks didn't concern me. My mom and dad tried to get me to plan and pack better, knowing the trip would have its pitfalls. But it wasn't like the trip was going to take days and fast food exists, so I wasn't stressing out about that. I mean, I'm not stupid. I packed for the trip and staying for a few months in Destin, but they wanted me to bring food, water, emergency supplies, etc. I declined because it wasn't the 1930s, and of course there are gas stations at every exit, and I had a Razor flip phone. My thinking was, what could possibly happen on two busy interstates? It wasn't like I was going to some far-off country with no cell service. Anyway, fast forward to the trip. I'm a Florida boy, so I had no idea that Alabama could get so cold, and I had no idea the heat was broken in my car. At first I'm thankful because by the time I reach Alabama, I'm tired as hell, and I had made a lot more stops than I anticipated. I still had a few hours to go, and the cold air was keeping me awake. Finally, I pull off of the interstate and start heading through these smaller numbered roads. The roads didn't have any conventional names like in Florida. They were just numbered, which I found odd. After driving on those for a bit, I started being sent down gravel roads. These were also the days of MapQuest, so I didn't have a GPS guiding me through the paved roads or rerouting me around roadblocks. I was starting to get hungry, and I thought back to my parents telling me to pack food. I should have listened. The sketchiest thing about MapQuest was that you just printed out the directions. You didn't have a map to fall back on, so going out of your way to find fast food at an exit came with the potential of legitimately getting lost. So I had passed a few signs telling me to turn off for food because I was tired and I didn't want to chance it. Instead, I was looking for something off the side of the road that I could easily pull in and back out with no fuss and more importantly, no risk of getting lost. My prayers were answered a little down the road when I saw a beat-up old country grocery store on my right-hand side. It didn't have a name, it just said, grocery, across the front of the white building. I pulled in because the light shining across the grocery sign was on, but found it odd that most of the lights inside were off. This gave me the creeps a little, but didn't stop me from going up to the door. I was starving, and maybe this was a 24-hour place. I saw a shadow move across the back of the long aisles as I approached the glass door and surprisingly opened it with ease. At this point, I half expected them to be closed, due to the lack of lighting inside, and hoped the owner would take pity on a tired traveler and let me grab some snacks. I called out. Hello? No one answered. I said something along the lines of, 
I saw you when I pulled up and was hoping you're still open. Again, no answer. Now, this was really naive of me, but I assumed the owner was older and couldn't hear me. There was a constant buzzing sound coming from the back. Or maybe he was deaf, so I went further back into the store. It honestly didn't smell great inside, and I hoped they had at least some chips or something. At least those are sealed. Suddenly a man emerged from the back. I'm so sorry. We were just about to close. How can I help you? He asked with a smile. He nearly made me jump out of my skin at first, but he seemed friendly enough. Not the old man I was picturing, but actually a younger guy, maybe in his 30s. Yeah, I just came up from Florida. It's been a long drive. I was hoping you guys had something to eat for the trip. We have plenty. What are you looking for exactly? He said, without taking his eyes off of me. The guy had a weird, unblinking stare that put me on edge, but what made me most uncomfortable was his smile. He smiled big, but his eyes never moved. As in, the only way you could tell he was conveying an emotion was by looking at his mouth. The rest of his face stayed the same. Most people, you could tell that they're smiling even if their mouth was covered, because you smile with your whole face. Not this guy. Yeah, just some chips, maybe a Coke? Do you have Doritos? Of course. He said, walking past me. He locked the door behind me, before turning and smiling. Don't want anyone else walking in. <laughs> he chuckled. Him locking the door was creepy, but I shrugged it off because the reasoning was sound, even though it felt off. Follow me. The guy said as he walked towards the back of the store. I was young, but I should have been smart enough to know that the store owners generally don't give their customers a tour of the store, but I had lived a pretty sheltered life. I could feel that something was off, but I didn't want to offend by asking questions like, what's that smell? We get to the back of the store, to where those plastic flaps hang that separate the customer side from the back end. When the man sticks his hand through, parting the plastic and says, Right this way. Now alarm bells are starting to go off in my head, especially as he starts looking around and past me, like someone who is selling drugs and watching out for the police. Back there? I ask, and start to back up a little. That's when I notice the chips beside me on the aisle. Yeah, back here. We got our good stuff in the back. You can come take your pick. The guy noticed me see the chips and says, Trust me, those are no good. I have way better stuff back here. By this time, I find the source of buzzing. Flies are flying over the meat section, and the dim light reflecting off of the packaging lets me know that it's been sitting there for a while. I'll just take this if that's alright. I say nervously as I grab the bag off the shelf next to me and start backing up towards the door. He smiles, gesturing for me to head back. I fake patting my pockets and say, Oh man, I forgot my wallet in the car, I'll be right back. As soon as the words left my lips, I was spun around and did a light jog to the front, 
increasing with speed as I approached the door. I made it to the door and twisted the lock a couple of times until I heard a click. I pushed the door open and turned back to look at where the man is, but he's gone. I jumped into my car and sped out of the parking lot and didn't stop again until I reached my cousin's house.